do this. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome to the South Road Boys. I was wondering who was going to break first. I was nearly going because you always do the opening. Exactly. I was nearly going to go the Welcome to the South Road Boys and start sure in there. I could have done. Why Look, didn't let's you? do it now. It's too late now. No, no, I still want to do it. I want my moment. No, you have to wait till next week. <laughs> Lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You didn't take it, and that was the problem. Do you know he's now 11 years straight without drugs, Eminem? There you go. Mm, no something today. He had his, uh, his coin. He celebratory mm. 11-year coin. Mm. No drugs for 11 years. I think he fucking made up for it, though, when he was on it. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I think he's had a few slip-ups. No. But, like, I think it's like when you, you I hear the podcast with Jason Mewes. Yep. He's always, yeah, I'm, I'm like eight years sober, but make no mistake, I, I really... I earned it before I got there. Yeah. Well, he virtually lost everything, didn't he? Everything. Um, he lost any funds he had. He lost his friendships, his family. Yeah. Uh, it was probably, essentially, it was probably really luck that got him back. So everyone cut ties. Even Kevin Smith cut ties. Well, no, Kev but was the one that took him to that last rehab. That yeah. last rehab. And that was when Jason, I think, for those people who listen to uh, Get Old, Jason, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, Jane Silent Bob Get Old. Yep. Um, yeah. If you listen to that podcast, go back and listen to the first six episodes. That's what got me in. That is basically a podcast where Jason tells the story that Kevin wrote in a book called Me and My Shadow. And it is Jay Muse telling the story of how dirt bottom, rock bottom he got with his addiction to heroin, Oxycontin, and all, as Kevin says, guy was on heroin, oxycartan, <laughs> anything the motherfucker could be on, he was on. That's true. Um, you know, where he's using the water from a toilet bowl to be able to shoot up heroin, all that kind of shit, fuck. So I think when he started, he stole money, I think, from Kevin at one point. Um, and they they basically said, you busted, we've got you. Mm. We're going to send you to jail or you go to rehab. And for whatever reason, Jay believed him. That you know they had that power, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he went, and you know, to his credit, he's been eight years clean and sober, and he does a podcast, and he says that that podcast is the thing that every week he has all those listeners go, "How long have you been clean and yeah, sober?" That's his measure, yeah. And but all these people keeping him honest, and yep. with that, he's been able to go on tour. They do their podcast in person, and what's he fucking got a house in Beverly Hills? Well, he's, he's got, got married. He's got yep. a, yeah, he's got Logan. Um, who a great think, name. Great name. Who I think has just turned yep. three. I love the fact that his show's name Logan and yes. Kevin Smith's is Harley. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just they're not nerds at all. No, not at all. Mm. Not at all. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, anyway, so yes, Eminem. Yeah, but um, just a quick on Jay. I know Kevin Smith said himself that he's one of those unlucky people that if they're on something, they're addicted to it. Mm. Whereas Kevin Smith can smoke to his heart's content Number but one doesn't. Stoner rely on it from the point of view of getting him through every day. I think the thing that Kev talks about when he talks about him taking out pot at 37, 36, 37, mm-hmm. is that he made a deal with himself and apparently he still keeps it. He can get as stoned as he wants. He just has to be productive when he does it. Yep. So he'll write or he'll cut it or edit a film or or do something. And he goes, I've been more productive in the last 10 years than what I ever have. He's doing okay. He's doing all right for himself. He's mm. just, they've just wrapped up shooting Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, which I'm looking forward to. There's a lot of great names that have come into that. Yes, which is a, a what is it they say? Is a sequel, a reimagining and a reboot, <laughs> or, and all the things that they hate about each film. Yep. So that's, um, that's what they're doing there. Yeah, no, it should be fun. Looking forward to it. Anything that Kevin Smith does, to be honest, I. I, know, I feel like it's one of my friends that make a movie, so I feel like I need to watch it because I know there's going to be some gags that I'll love. Oh, absolutely. You I, know, I know it's not going to be a, a superstar, record-breaking motion picture film. This is not going, going to be in-game money. No. 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 No, this is not going to yep. be that. Do we talk about in-game? I'm really excited. Not yet, you. The time we talk about this, we'll have watched it when this goes to air. Oh, shit, some we will. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I listened to uh, Kev does another podcast with Scott Mosier. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scott just recently directed a film that has made more money in opening weekend than Kevin's films made 
all of them together. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So Scott was the guy who he went to film school with in Canada. Scott's Canadian, mm-hmm. um, and helped be a producer and and, and um, oh what. What was he, DP, Director of Photography? Well, but something. DP, what's all that about? <laughs> e? <laughs> um, anyway, and he's made pretty much all the films with Kevin except for the last couple. Um, and then that's the reason Scott got offered to make a little film called The Grinch. Ah. So he went to Paris for three years and that's what he did, made The Grinch. There you go. And opening weekend apparently made all the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but once again, Kev... Never says on his podcast that he's in it to make the money. He just wants to make a living. Yeah. For those who haven't seen it as well, just a quick throw in. If you have not seen a movie that's not like a Kevin Smith movie called Red State. Oh, my goodness. Just go and check it out. It's phenomenal. So fucking It's not a comedy, uh, but it has a few moments where it's a little bit Tarantino-esque. Yeah. To the point where you sit back and go, oh, that was clever. Not a first date film. If I'm honest, no, probably not. Depending on what kind of first date it is, what yeah. kind of girl she is, or guy, true, or transgender. Yeah, <laughs> big shout out to the LBGTIQP plus community. I love the fact we throw in the P still. Go the panda, uh, pansexual. Oh, no, I want to go with panda. Okay, pandas. Yeah, they're cute and they're cuddly. They are. I think. Yeah, I think the LBGTIQ plus community, I plus community, don't put the P in. So that's that's just me. Plus, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Probably not a youth group. Like if you're a if <laughs> no, you're a church not. youth group, yep. Red State's probably not that film for you either. Yeah, or if you're a member of the FBI, <laughs> <laughs> it does cut a few groups out. It does. Yeah, but, but great movie. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's not a Kevin Smith movie. If you've seen Jay and Silent Bob and anything, um, don't go into this thinking you're just going to see another Jay and Silent Bob movie. There's it's no snoochie boochies. It. No, it's on. There's so, no 15 bucks little man put that shit in my hand. Do us a favour and watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And then back it up with um, the Warris film. What was it called? Oh, Tusk. Tusk. Yeah. You know, I still haven't seen the uh, the new one. The Yoga Hoses? One. Yoga Hoses. Haven't seen it yet. It's Dude. On, it's on Stan, I think. You should I, so watch it. I know, it's for some reason I didn't get to it. Nazis that are made out of bratwurst sausage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, these have been made by Kevin Smith's been smoking a lot. What a surprise! What a surprise! Mm. But it's still got fucking Johnny Depp in it. Yeah, and his daughter. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, what's her? Oh, we've had this conversation. We have. Yeah. She's not an apple. She's not any fruit. No. Um, she's peach. No. I don't know. Lily Rose. There you go. Lily Rose Depp. Beautiful. Anyway, so what has been transpiring for you, my hey, friend? Uh, been tripping. But not in the Kevin Smith way. Oh, okay. I did a road trip. Yes. Went down the uh, the east of the coast of the Tasmania. Oh. Visited the homeland. Yes. Well, when I say homeland, I uh, went to St. Helens, so that's where my grandparents... Your spiritual ancestral home. <laughs> there you go. It sounds very deep, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, like a really good porn. As opposed to St. Helens. <laughs> yeah, so I went to St. Helens, um, the, the home birthplace, or the birthplace of Dad anyway, but where... Uh, uh, the grandparents lived. Yeah. Um, so I was going to see you, yeah? I have a question. Oh, no. Because you did post on the social medias about your trip. I did. And I mentioned, I, I remembered now that I had a question to ask. Okay. What the fuck happened in 1983 and 1984? Oh, <laughs> well, so to, to bring this back a little bit, for those, because this wasn't on the South Road Boys page, this was my page. So I yes. posted some photos on Instagram, which have then, of course, loaded up to Facey as well. Um, of which uh, I spent a bit of time going to the golf club, St. Helens yes. Golf Club, because my grandparents were heavily involved in the golf club back in the day. They were Dad deep. also was there all the time, and of course I played there a lot as a child as well. Mm-hmm. And I thought I'll take the clubs with me, um, I'll go for a hit of golf, and then I wanted to just go through the golf club and just see where I could find their names, because I knew they were fairly, um, I suppose, enriched in the essence of Wooden boards, gold riding. Yep. They're on, adorned on the walls everywhere. So I've gone through and actually found, I think, about 10 or 11 plaques where it was either uh, major golf championships, mm. competitions. Um, yep. It might have been um, male or lady president at the time of the yes. golf club. So I guess a lot of inclusion and a lot of now, that's, great golf and all the rest. That's what I wanted to get to. And that's what it comes down to. So, the reign of tyranny. <laughs> yes, my lovely uh, grandmother. What was her first name? Dulcie. Dulcie. Oh, 
Here's an interesting one too, and I found this very interesting to show how uh, how we change, how we do things over time. Even back in the 80s and mm. the 70s. Yes. Well, it's not just now where we uh, speak differently or maybe some certain words are thrown away or whatever mm-hmm. else. Back then, uh, they were quite progressive. Were they? Because back, I believe, and it would have been the uh, mid-70s. Yes. Mid to late 70s. Uh, lady president was Mrs. F. Barnes. So my father, my grandfather you, was Fred Barnes. Yes, Frederick Ernest. I didn't realise his middle name was Ernest either. Oh. Ernest. So hang so on, Mrs. F. Barnes. You jump about five or six years down the track. Yes, suddenly it's Mrs. D. Barnes. So <gasps> somewhere in that small period of time, they've gone. It went from we don't call them by their husbands. First initial anymore. You're not owned by that person. Exactly. You You're are your individual. own individual. We'll call you by your own first name now. How or your own first initial. That? And that happened back then. So there you go. Even back in the 70s and 80s, we were progressive. So that brings me to what happened. I'm thinking St. Helens Golf Course was perhaps the birthplace of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I I link a lot of weird shit together, yep. but not even I know where you're going with this one. Well, I'm actually just trying to find the board too, because I think it's important. Here we go that we get the years correct. I think it was eighty two, eighty one, eighty. She was female president, and then eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah, lady member presidents. Lady uh, member 80, presidents. Eighty one, eighty two. Yes, Mrs. D Barnes. Yes. So back then she was known as that on this board. Uh, 85, 86, 87, Mrs. D. Barnes. Uh, in 83 and 84, Mrs. J. Barber Fucking took over the lady president role. Now, is that Tony's wife? I don't think it was, <laughs> but it, look, it could have been. That would um, be so funny if it was Tony, but just not that Tony Barber from Solar Century. I, in my honest opinion, mm. I actually believe she went via a pseudonym for a while. Oh, It's still shit, very son. close, isn't it? Like, everyone knows me as Barnes. Mm. I wonder... It's a little bit like Stephen King. He did it when he um, he became Backman. Mm. Back in the day, he released a few books under the name of Backman. Now, is that because they thought they were a bit shit and he didn't want it? Well, his theory of that was: Am I selling books on my name, or am I selling books on my how good I am as a writer? What so was I want to put a product out there as it certainly didn't sell anywhere near the amount of Stephen King. Mm. But would you expect to? No, but the thing is, I mean, that's silly because it's brand recognition. Because people will yes. buy a Stephen King book knowing nothing about it simply because it's got Stephen King on it. Yes. It's like... And you buy on a previous book. If you pick up an author, you hmm. like the book, you'll buy the next book in and, most cases. And proof of that is the amount of people who took their children to go and see a Marvel film called Deadpool. <laughs> it's Marvel. It must be okay. It's about superheroes. Yeah. Shit, son, that ain't real. <laughs> that no. is an R-rated film. It's a bit more sweary. A little bit. A bit more bit. violent. A little bit more masturbatory. Yeah, a bit more masturbatory. Mm. It's all right. So, yeah, my thinking is that maybe she's thinking, look, I've done a great job for three years. Mm. I want to know whether they're really re-electing me as a person mm. because I'm here and they know me, mm. or are they re-electing me because I'm amazing. So, I'm going to maybe change the color of my hair, mm. put on a different dress. From blue to violet. Change the glasses. Yes. And I'm going to go as Mrs. J. Barber. Instead of Dulcie Barnes. Oh, oh, tiny. And I reckon in 84, yeah, that's a little bit like um, like Superman scenario. Oh, okay. Maybe she took the glasses off instead of having the glasses on. Yeah. You know, so someone's kind of looked and gone, you know what? You look a lot like Dulcie. Do you- And she's going, oh, damn it. Damn it. But do you think, and look, this is, do you think the good women in the 1980s at the St. Helens Golf, Golf Club mm-hmm. would elect- a female member's president for someone who was a Johnny-come-lately and had not been there for the last 30 years? Oh, so you I reckon think, they wouldn't trust the newbie? I think that was a coup. A coup. I think, <laughs> I think fucking but Tony Barber's wife, I reckon she has orchestrated Game of Thrones style. She's got these guys in their plus fours, put the lean on your grandma and said, Fucking back down, or this shit is so, going to happen. Tony had sale of the century, shake, shake of the century. Exactly. <sighs> Behind the fourth green, you are fucking going down. <laughs> Behind the bitch. fourth green. Like, like that's what's enough, happened. Uh, the, the fourth green is the one at the back end, too, where the bush is. So, exactly. yeah, it could have been. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you know your stuff about the St. <laughs> Golf Club. Stalker match. Mm. <laughs> 
So I reckon maybe that's what it was. It could have been. Or was it Fight Club behind the fourth green? Maybe. Like that's how they decided it. Oh, that maybe it's interesting though. Uh, Mrs. J. Barber, she doesn't come back. No. So maybe Dulcie got rid of her. Maybe she's buried beyond the, the fourth grade. The nineteen eighty four women's pennant. She never finished. <laughs> yeah. See you on the nineteenth hole. Nineteenth hole I stabbed in you, bitch. <laughs> Have a four eye to the forehead. <laughs> so yeah, it was actually on a serious note, that was really nice to walk around that club and see the mm-hmm. names of Dawn on the walls and and just realise I suddenly realise now how important those plaques and those things are. Mm. Because as a, a child or a grandchild or a great-grandchild, yes, you can go to these clubs and see those names there, and you actually got this history that- That's my name. Goes through. It's, it's pretty cool. Like, I like the fact that there's something there that says, you know, I was here. And was there a couple of pictures? Yeah, there was. There was a couple of photos. Yes. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. Um, One of them, I assume, that um, my pop, um, Fred, uh, or Fairway Freddy, as he was known. Was he now? He was. Fairway Freddy, because he always Freddy. hit the Freddy. But he fairways. always hit it down the middle. Yeah, it wasn't long. It was always oh, down fuck, the middle. That's a great name. Yeah, it was good. It, is a, it sounds like something out of a. Fairway Freddy. Out of a movie, doesn't it? Like a the Fairway Freddy. Yeah. Um, so uh, there was one there, and I think that might have been um, maybe some of the past members that have passed. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't something that was done up well on a plaque. It was just photos with the name, and it was quite old gentleman. Oh, yes. Um, so I reckon that's what it was. And the one I found yeah. of Nan. Uh, was just a group photo. I think it might have been a pennant group or maybe a, one of the ladies' groups. And mm. she was in, so it was, did it she was ha- really nice. Did she have a, have a head on didn't a flag? Have the, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, didn't have the four-eye either that she built a barber with. Barber. Mm. Yeah. But it was, really, it was nice. Look, That's it, awesome. Yeah, it was really nice. I did get a little bit of, I wouldn't say emotional, but just that moment where you know, the eyes are a bit welly, and you think, I spent a lot of time here as a kid. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and these people were important people in this club. And, and I felt really proud. And good. did anyone, did like, did you, you know, drop the Barnes name? As in fucking... Well, when I went in the day before, that was on Good Friday. You know, Barnes, yeah. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I'm royalty. Yeah. Yes, where's the red carpet, gentlemen? Um, no, I dropped in... Fairway so... Freddy's grandson coming through. Because <laughs> 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 so I... Um, I knew I was going to want to go for it the next day, and Saturday's comp day and golf clubs. Yeah, unfortunately, you're Sand Trap Troy. So. Sand Trap Troy. Yeah, I actually did hit the Sand Trap today. Anyway, um, so you went on, to... on the course, I think, and I got it. Um, so I just dropped in to see if there might have been any signings on when they were starting. And there was a couple of guys that were there, and they'd just finished a game. I said, Are you guys members? I said, Yeah, we are. Did you pick the younger looking blokes or the older? older no, it was, it was just two guys. They were both in their two 50s, I suppose. Oh, yeah. They'd yeah. remember him, though. Well, I said, um, I said, are you guys members? I said, yeah. I said, oh, I was thinking of going to have a hit tomorrow. Mm. Um, I was just wondering what time the comp songs I wanted to try and get in before or after. Yes. And they said, oh, it's this. I said, whereabouts are you from? And I said, well, I don't play anywhere anymore. I'm from Penguin. But I said, my grandparents used to play her and dad also grew up playing her as well. And they said, oh, yes. who are your grandparents? Right. And I said, uh, Fair I'm way, Freddy. Fred and Dulcie Barnes. And the guy turned around and said, you fucking what? <laughs> Dulcie is my... Lover? Something auntie. Oh. However it worked out, he was related to us straight away. Wow. And I've gone, yeah, this is a small town. Yeah, oh, isn't it just? There's history here. Yeah. <laughs> but so that got you on. Dropping the Barnes name got you on. Oh, definitely. Got me on the, the gold list. Yeah? Yeah. Got Did you get an really early off time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, look, it was a great time. Did and they bring people out to watch course. your tea off? I uh, know they didn't get any of that. <laughs> Fairway Freddy's grandson. Did it my nice shot of the day, though. I'll just throw this one in there. Um uh, the fifth, it's in Helens. Yes. It's a 238 metre par four. 238 par four. It's a short four. par four. It is a short it's par four. It's only a straight hole, but you've got trees either side. So if mm. you don't hit straight, you're in a bit of strife. Skinny fairway. It's one of the, Yeah, it's one of those that you know, should be an easy par. Easy par. Should be. Um, should have been an easy birdie. Or not, a well, good chance on birdie. Good chance on birdie. In on two, yeah. one part, you're done. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those that can bring you undone before mm. you get done. Now, did you go, the, did you go the driver? <laughs> Went the driver. Mm. Hit it nicely. Yes. About 10 yards through the green. Fuck, son. Chip back up, birdie. Oh, yeah. That was my moment. That's the moment when I thought, yeah, this whole day's worth it. And did anyone watch? Uh, no, no one saw it. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Won't talk about the fact that I snap hooked the next one. <laughs> <laughs> you only need one shot to bring you back. Yeah, it's- you do. <laughs> that's, and that's exactly right. Every time you play golf, for anyone who is a golfer, there is only one shot that needs to bring you it's back. It's no to the different. Course. They always say, "Oh, it's true too." When you're a kid, if you're say a footy fan, mm. you when you muck around with your mates from the backyard, even by yourself, kicking the ball around, yeah. you always practice 
kicking that goal after the siren. Of course you do. You, you can have the most shit house game on the planet, you but if you kick goal, the ball after the siren and win the game, you're a that's all anyone remembers. It's exactly right. You know, and is that forever? Exactly. Yep. Last goal, Gary. <laughs> last goal, Gary. As opposed to Sandra Troy and Fairway Freddie. Fairway Freddie. Yeah. And uh, what was it, Dorothy? No. Dulcie. Dulcie. You don't see here Dulcies very D- often anymore. Dulcie, Dulcie Junes? Dulcie who? Junes. Junes, The no. Junes, the Junes, no. <laughs> Dulcie's not really a golfing terminology. Dulcie Junes. I like the name Dulcie, though. I can never remember it, but fuck, I like the name. It's one of those names that have disappeared a bit, like Ernest. Ernest is one that's just disappeared into the wings. Generally, if you meet someone who's called Ernest, I will put a shiny dollar that either their father or grandfather is also an Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> that's like myself, um, dad's middle name is Douglas. Mm. My middle name is Douglas. That's yes. the link. His first name, Ivan, has four letters. Mine has four letters. I mean, look, just fucking calm down, Ivan. <laughs> You're his legacy. Mum doesn't even have a middle name. She's fucked. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> You're a legacy, Troy. That's I'm a thing. legacy. That's Haven't it. passed it on to anyone, though. No, it we no. know of. Well, that we know of, yeah. Know if of. there is anyone out there that uh, is a child of mine, Sweet a sweet child of mine. Um, please let me know, especially if you're a boy, because um, I think mum and dad would be really proud that the name's continuing. <laughs> Doug. <laughs> if not, if you're not a child of mine and mm. you want to, by default, change the name to mine and we can pretend, well, that'll make mum and dad happy too. Preferably, though, you'd, you'd want to be, what, 18-ish, so you can legally look after yourself and you have no responsibility. Oh, I don't want to look after you. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get nothing out of this other than the pleasure. So if there's young boys out there looking for a daddy... Troy's not that person. Or, but if you want to be known as the the uh, grandchild of Fairway Freddy, fucking I, that's something you jump on. I tell you what, that, that's a very <laughs> that's like I've got a friend of mine, Sam, and Sam, um, his dad has the coolest or had the coolest title for any job ever, and I think I've probably told you about this. His father was in the Australian Air Force. His last name is Lewis. Wing Commander Lewis. What? Wing Commander Lewis. That was his... That's his actual name. That's his, no, his actual title. <laughs> no, no, no. I know that, but surely you'd use it as your name, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? <laughs> wouldn't you just say... I would. I, hi, my name's Wing Commander Lewis. Like, that's just fucking... How good is that Wing Commander? That is good. It's either a Air Force or you're out of Star Trek. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Now... What else has been going? We played poker on Thursday. We had actually a really good night on Thursday night. It yes. was a lot of fun. Um, I ended up in front. I think you ended up in front yeah, as well. I ended up about a, about a 50 in front. I was very happy with Ooh, that. I, I was about 20 in front. Yep. But I, I, did, I did a run early because I did have to work the next day. Yep. But a big shout out to our host, The House. Thank you very much. A yes. lovely evening it was. It was good. This, um, the Easter Thursday cards goes back about 20 years. Fuck. <sighs> You like having traditions that yeah, last a while, don't you? I really do. Well, the main reason for this one, though, is that most of us worked retail back then. Mm. So no one worked the next day on Good Friday. No. So, and you didn't have kids and families. We're all young guys just yep. having fun and, you know, shitting the shit. So we could all get as smashed as we wanted to. Mm. If you hung over the next day, it didn't matter. And because so there's where, no sporting commitments either. Nothing. Good Friday was a... Dead say, day. A dead day. <laughs> Wasn't meant to be any pun included on that That's at right. all. You come back on the Sunday, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> After the hangover three days later, exactly. you're back. Yeah. yeah. Bang, so, I'm back. Yeah, so it worked really, really well. So it became this yearly tradition of Easter Thursday cards. And there was a period in the middle where it kind of got left off. Right. Um, but now we've brought it back the last few years. and yeah, With a vengeance. And it doesn't happen any other time during the year? No. In saying that, we have got a great shedded house this place now, so we reckon we might throw a couple of cards nights in, but it won't be Easter Thursday cards, will it? It's only one of them a year. Well, true, but you could start fucking Mel... Oh, fuck. I've just realised something. Oh, no. Oh, that's tragic. <laughs> What's tragic? I've moved to Tassie. Yeah. I don't get Melbourne Cup off anymore. Ah, oh. That's shit. You get Recreation Day, though. Which is about the same time. Is it the Tuesday? No, it's not the same day. I said about the same time. Right, but is it Recreation Day on a Tuesday or is it, does no, it fall a, that, on a specific date or does it fall on a specific that's day? It's on Monday, I think, so it works out a long weekend. Yeah, but you have Melbourne Cup, which is a Tuesday <laughs> off. Everyone fucking takes the Monday off, four-day weekend. Oh, bad luck, Joe. You're back in Tassie. Sunday night, though. Suck it up, son. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, well. <laughs> um, I reckon we should... We should 
try and convince Mr. House that we could do that. We'll do that. Uh, speaking of sport, though, mm. um, we did come across this one. Uh, obviously, you'd be happy with your AFL boys, the Saints. Very, very happy. Until today, yes. with one game, you were top of the ladder after For... round five. And you can't be unhappy with that. <laughs> I mean, I've been in the situation, though, um, where the front page of the newspaper after round 10 simply had a picture of the team and it said, The Unstoppables. We've only won a grand final in 1966. <laughs> so obviously we were stoppable. <laughs> well, this is true. Yes. But you have done it right. But one other miracle happened mm-hmm. other than Easter. Yes. Uh, Carlton won their first game of the year. Yay, Carlton. And they smashed the Bulldogs. Which is unfortunate for the doggies. It is. But the thing that I found really amusing, I don't find the win amusing, good on them. Yep. I think that Carlton have been looking okay and they're looking like they're making steps in the right direction. So any Carlton fans should be pretty pleased at the moment. Go the boys. Um, but I love the fact that on the social media afterwards, there were lots of comments of people actually saying, well done, Carlton. It was yeah. actually really good. So and a lot of these are, um, you know, great win by the Blues um, uh, Dragon from a Dragons fan. Great win by the Blues from a Carlton fan. As a Carlton sport, a great win by the Blues. Mm. Suddenly it changes up. And okay, as a Pies fan, you know, really great to see you guys going well. As a Richmond fan, blah, blah, blah. Then it's, as a Red Hot Chili Peppers supporter, great win, Carlton. <laughs> then it moves on to, and it just suddenly, it just suddenly kicked in. It's just great. As a big fan of Nacho Cheese Doritos, I'm also a Carlton supporter. <laughs> I'm happy. Um, as a Broncos fan, it's actually a great win. Uh, we've got, um, uh, 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 the gisket, there's some great ones and I can't find where it is. As a rampant masturbator. Well done, Carlton, you bunch of wankers. <laughs> oh, where's it gone? I don't know. Oh, here we go. Doggies have hit a bit of a dose of reality. Um, well done, Blues, coming from a Marvel fan. <laughs> um, so, so as a Legos fan, great win by the Blues. It's just, it went on. There was about 10 pages and it just got absolutely just ridiculous. people saying what they were yep. a fan of. Yeah, there was even one that's, you know, as a, as a gay porn fan, <laughs> it, just, it, just, it just rolled on and on. We Once one person are grabbed the it, Navy Blues. Oh, it was just great. We but actually, the... well done, Carlton. Dark um, Navy Blues. There were some Carlton supporters that were on the brink mm. of just tearing up everything they own, I reckon. So, Mind you. Good on them. We are the team that will never let you down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really do take issue with football teams lying in their songs. (laughs) Being deceptive. Because other than a couple, they all tell fibs. Haven't we all got fibs in them, though? No. I mean, the premiership's a cakewalk, apparently. I don't. And we've done okay. Yeah, the premiership's not a fucking cakewalk. It's not a cakewalk, no. No one ever knows what a cakewalk is anymore. It's walking on a cake. It's like a dulcie. (laughs) It's a dulcie. The dulcie cakewalk. (laughs) Isn't that a dance from the 50s? The dulcie cakewalk? It could be. We'll make it up. Fake spoiler. <laughs> Fake spoiler. But the thing is, Saints, we don't line our song. We we didn't have a song written for us. True. You stole a song. We stole a song. You, but you. how? all I want is when the Saints go marching in, oh, how I want to be in St Kilda when the Saints go marching in. Nothing untrue about that. When the Saints go marching in, I wouldn't mind being in St Kilda. Cool. So there's only been people in St Kilda? Yep. In 66? No. It's a pretty quiet area. <laughs> well, no. I want to be in St Kilda. Doesn't mean I'm going. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Because right. that's all okay. the song says. Oh, it I want I'm in St. Kilda. to be in St. Kilda. I want to be in St. Kilda. Right. Oh, it's just, you know, we all want a lot of things, yeah. don't we? Not, um, we are Geelong, the greatest team of all. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> 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 you know, they all fucking lie. Yeah, there's a bit of lying. Anyway, speaking we'll of on. which. <laughs> lying? No. Good, because we don't talk about lies on this show, Joe. We don't. What we do is tell truths, and to my, today, my truth for April 22nd is Jelly Bean Day. Oh, we, <laughs> we haven't had a day in so it's long. It's been so good. Yeah. <laughs> it really has. I've really enjoyed not having a day. <laughs> Jelly Bean Day. Uh, mm. Cherry and popcorn. According to Jelly Bean, the popular gene jelly bean manufacturer, the most popular jelly bean flavors include cherry and buttered popcorn. That's good. Food historians believe that Turkish delights or halakam a chewy candy from Turkey inspired the creation of jelly beans, though it is unclear who invented them. Um, and that's pretty much about it. What are you talking about? I'm just going to do a mic adjustment, Joe. So. Okay, well, I will keep on going there. Yep. Some sources suggest that jelly beans were popularised during the American Civil War when people were encouraged to send them candy to the soldiers. Jelly beans are f- equally loved by children. And now, like President Ronald Reagan 
was known to be a big fan of the delicious chewy candy. So much so that about three tons of red, white, and blue jelly beans were used during his inauguration of the 40th President of the United States in 81. Jesus. But who is our biggest jelly bean eater that we love? I don't know. Who is? The Doctor. Of course. Tom Baker. Mm. He yes. always had uh, jelly, jelly beans. beans. And he had the great scarf and the big floppy hat. Exactly. What more do you need? He was also the man that brought canine into the Doctor Who world. Oh, well, winning all he didn't around, do it really. himself, but he was there. He was the Doctor involved. Yeah. Now, we haven't played a game in a while. <laughs> We're not going to play doctors and nurses, are we? No. I thank God for that. No. Well, unless, of course, I'm a proctologist. <laughs> I don't think we need that. Well, I don't know why you play doctors and nurses. You'd be more like doctors and patient. Or That's nurses true. Nurses and patient. Because doctors and nurses is just fixing somebody else. Yeah. Doctors and nurses, do kids even do that now? I reckon. I mean, a lot of the time they don't do cowboys and Indians too, because that's a little bit on the yeah. nose now. Well, it depends on what kind of Indian. Mm. Indian dot or Indian feather. Yeah, well, or as I like to say, um, um, Indian. Native American Indian. <laughs> Indian. Ola, ola, ola. Yes. Or Indian telemarketer. <laughs> uh, anyway. it's, it's not real politically correct, that one. It's just not. But you know what? It's kind of true, though, without being offensive. A lot of companies who offshore... Their telephony-based support services have gone to the subcontinent. Telephony. Is telephony. that a real word or did you make that up? No, it's a real word. No, it sounds like a made-up word, but I would have been impressed. Mm, it could still be made up. I just didn't make it up. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, all words are made up, aren't they? By someone. Exactly. Originally. Mm. She's very interesting sure, podcasting group. <laughs> not really. I'm not sure whether or not they're in the dictionary. Um, I like telephony, it. I've, I've used telephony since 19, since, uh, what was it, August 10th? 1995. I've so used that's different to telepathy, isn't it? It is. Yeah, thought yeah. so. Yeah. I've used the phrase telephony since August 10th, 1995. Telephony. Mm, that was yeah. the day I first started working at Optus. Fair enough. For those playing at home. Fantastic. What's our, the game, Joe? Our game today, I yes. wish I'd done more prep, is all <laughs> I'm saying. We never do prep. No, I have done prep in the past, and I've been a little bit more forward thinking, but I came up with the idea, and then I changed it anyway. <laughs> Righto. 1989, mm-hmm. highest grossing films. Oh, jeez. Top 10. Shit. I will give you- Oh, you're going to give me a little clue. I can't. In fact, you can't just name them because we're going to be here literally for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> Love the fact that you use literally. Yes. In its correct context. Yeah, we would be here <sighs> for quite some time yep. for you to try and fucking work out- the top 10 grossing films. So you're going to give me a little hint? I'm going to give you and I'm my little hint. Right, and I'll try and grab it out of there. Out of fresh air. Out of nowhere. Not a carpenter's cup. Not a carpenter's cup. Mm. Oh, this is going to be a bad quiz. Mm. Um, not a carpenter's cup. Mm. Um, no, I've got nothing on that. Okay. Who do we know who's a carpenter? Jesus. Correct. Yep. What would be the cup that would be significant to him? Oh, the search for the Holy... Um, just the Holy Grail. Monty Python. No. No, okay. No, no that would have been Number one probably. grossest film. I'm going in number uh, one first, by the way. Okay. Um, I'm, um, I don't know. What, what other film specifically Jesus. dealt with the Holy Grail? Oh, we're going to be going back to Indiana Jones, aren't we? We are. Yes. Bang, The Last Crusade. Mm, of course. Was that 89? It was. Wow. Mm. Now, this- Sean Connery was great in that movie. Fuck, he always is. Yeah. This particular movie also appeared in our top songs from 1989. Oh. And the interesting thing is, as a 30th anniversary in May- it will have a cinematic re-release. Michael Keane, Prince. Purple Rain? No. Fucking Batman! Oh, of course. <laughs> Is that having a re-release? Yeah, apparently the I rumors that. are that they're going to show it in some theatres in the States. Probably not here because no one cares. But in the States, people are going to be able to watch oh, Batman. It was a good movie, though. It really was. Was it Michelle Pfeiffer? Was she Catwoman? She was there, but she was, I think, sequel. Right. Okay. Wasn't in the original. Fair enough. I don't think. Okay. This film... We're going well so far. <clears throat> whilst made in 1989, right. was set in the future of 2015. 
Well, it's going to be Back to the Future, isn't it? Sure is. Bang. Mm. Look at you. Okay. Uh, ooh. Shit. I think this film, I'm going to check. Please talk to yourself. This also shows me how many great movies we had back then. Scientologist. Starring Scientologist. The other one. John Travolta. Correct. Do you want more information? 1989. Would it have been Pulp Fiction back then? That would have been uh, 90s, no. wouldn't it? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. I mean, mm-hmm. John Travolta. Mm-hmm. And Christy Alley. Bruce Willis. John Travolta. Um, Bruce was not seen on Oh, screen. it's not Look Who's Talking. It sure was. <laughs> <laughs> well, who did Bruce play? The baby. Did he really? Yeah. I never knew that. There you go. Wow. This one's an easy one. If you don't get this, I'll be disappointed. Okay. Oh, Captain, my captain. That's going to be Dead Parts Society. It sure is. Well Of done. which I've actually got in the collection over there on the wall, and I was only saying not long ago that it'd be great watch again. I'm happy to do that with mm, you at yeah, any point in time. It's a beautiful time. movie. It really is. Great film. And Robin Williams is... It was one of the first serious roles I saw him in. Yeah, that's actually the role that I know... Robin Williams as, in my mind. Mm. I think he was just fantastic in that movie. See, I, I think of him in that and... Um, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sick and tired of this shit. Sick and tired of this shit. Because I'm so much better on music trivia. I know. Which for a movie person, a vidiot... Well, that's what I would have thought. Starring one of the... Two people. <laughs> okay. Only two people? No. <laughs> two lead actors. Right. One of them is an Aussie. One of those Aussie. Um, Crocodile Dundee, maybe? No. No? Crocodile Dundee too. No. <laughs> None of the Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> right, eh? But people don't know uh, that. Right, people Weapon. don't know that. Act- yes. Right. The sequel. Oh, Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> yes. Okay. Which would be uh, Donald Glover. Correct. And, of course, Mel Gibson. That's the one. Hmm. Okay. Abnormally Small Children. Abnormally Small... Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Correct. Fuck, don't cross the streams. Ghostbusters 2. Yes. Yeah, I was just thinking that sounds a bit late for Ghostbusters. Okay. Mm. Oh, here we go. This oh. is not your genre. This is not your wheelhouse. Right, Animated. Oh, shit. No, no, but you're going to the 80s, so it's not like anime. And it also made shitloads of money. I will even give you the princess's name, Ariel. Or Ariel. Uh, um, okay, it would be... Um, it's The Little Mermaid? Correct. Well yeah. done, Mr. Barnes. Okay. The, okay. Right. The Opsy Animators made mo- mo- animated has made money for a long time in movies. Oh, shit, son. They were in the top ten back then. Hmm. Like, impressive. This film won the Oscar for Best Picture in 1989. 1989. And you have mentioned the lead actor's name incorrectly in another movie. <laughs> Mention it incorrectly in another movie. Okay, um, we're going to be talking probably Rain Man. No. No. Same person. Singer Cruise? Yes. Thomas. One best picture. Who would it be back then? Oh, it wouldn't be Show Me the Money. That wouldn't be that far. No, that's way too late. Um, No, I don't know. I mean, I will know when you tell me. Another hint? The title of this movie shares something in common with my mother-in-law. Fuck. <laughs> Nine months after she was conceived. Nine months after she was conceived. No, I've got nothing. She was born. Oh, on the 4th of July. Correct. That's, that's a movie I forget Tom Cruise was in. Yes. Sergeant Dan. Mm, Sergeant Dan. Sergeant <laughs> well, Dan was huge. It's not really Sergeant no, Dan. No, it's not. Film, but yeah, man, <laughs> soldier wheelchair. Mm. So there you go. That, that rounds it out. Best film. Okay. Born on the 4th of July. Best director, Oliver Stone. Best actor, Tom Cruise. Um, and fucking, oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. The Fabulous oh. Baker Boys won. Um, Fabulous Baker Boys, that was with the brothers, wasn't it? Yes. Best supporting actor, your friend of mine, Denzel Washington. <laughs> Love Denzel. <laughs> Don't we ever. And um, Julia Roberts won Best Supporting Actress that year as well. Uh, the one that I... Quite what were the like, movies, by the way? Have you got the movies there for Denzel and Julia? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Still Magnolias for Julia. Of course. 
and Denzel Washington for Glory. Glory, ah, yes. Yeah, powerful film. North versus South, I think, wasn't it? I think so. Mm. And the other one that I quite liked from that year that didn't get any of the recognition that I thought was quite good, yes, and Miss Daisy. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, uh, driving Miss Daisy. And it was also um, Daniel Day-Lewis, My Left Foot, same year, came out. Big movies. Came out. Yeah, exactly. You know so, what movie didn't come out back then? Tell me. Uh, came out last year, actually. Mm. Well, it's probably... It came out last year, but no one's really heard of this one. Didn't make a lot of money. <laughs> Infinity uh, but War. But it did show me that uh, <laughs> the possibilities for movie titles and mm. storylines uh, are not dead. Right. It's called the Velasa Pasta. Velasa Pasta. So we Hang know about on. the Velasa Pasta. Is that dinosaurs made out of wheat and flour? No, but you're close. The first half is correct. Dinosaurs. After losing his parents, yes. a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. Oh, At first, he's shit. horrified. Uh, he was horrified by the new power, but a hooker convinces <laughs> him to use it to fight crime and ninjas. <laughs> fight crime and ninjas. So, pasta. Yes. Is pastor as in religious. Yes, yes, yes. I picked that up. Yes. yes. pasta. <laughs> I love that. It came out, uh, it was a Netherlands release. Oh, uh, those... August last year apparently came out. Surprisingly, speaking of films, it's a get... horror comedy. Well, I wouldn't have picked that. Wouldn't you? Uh, <laughs> it was more rom-com genre for you or Straight... documentary? No, I was thinking it was more, um, more horror thriller. Mm. But it didn't really pick up the comedy in the description. Mind you, if it's from the Dutch... Maybe they're on the same strain as Kevin was for Tusk. Maybe. I think it's very possible. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's actually got a 6.2 out of 10 rating on IMDb concerns me. <laughs> Maybe it's really fucking good. I don't know, but I just thought it was hilarious. But you know I saw what? it come up as just the title of They'll Do Anything in Movies. Yes. The Lassa Pasta. Fuck, if anything, if you ever wanted to know whether or not they'll do anything in movies and people will pay to see it, Sharknado. One, two, three, and I think it goes to 17 now. There's a few. I think they've made more Sharknados than they did fucking Police Academy. They, <laughs> they made money out of not trying to be not stupid. Not trying to be not stupid. That was a really well. They made money yes. out of dumbass movies. Should have just said that to begin with. It would have made my They didn't life pretend easier. they were trying to be a great film. No. They didn't pretend they had great special effects. No. I said, this is what it is. We're trying to be silly. We're trying to be kooky. We're trying to be weird. This is We've stupid. got actors that you know, but aren't yeah. well known. Yeah. You know, people that were in um, uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Correct. Also Renz. Also, yes. <laughs> you know, the, the ones who you go, oh, fuck, I know that face, mm. but they're always third third. Person from the left. Yep, pretty much. You know, they're always the buddy in the buddy film. You know, they're, they're the ex-girlfriend that the whole movie's set yeah. around how this person is upset. Yeah, I know, I get the one. I I can't believe that people just went, no, let's see more of that. And it did become this cult thing. It really did. I haven't seen one, two, three, or any of the I actually Sharknados. haven't seen any of them either. I think I just went, I don't need that in my world. <laughs> I don't know why. Really? I just did. Yes. So we've got uh, so we've got Sharknado. Yes, obviously, of course, the original. We also have what's our uh, film series? Come on, here we go. But that's like fucking snakes on a plane. Come so, on. So, Shark Sharknado two. Yes, the second one. Right? I love that's, a, that's just such a great uh, Sharknado three. Oh hell no. Yes. Sh- now this is where it's good. Sharknado. The Fourth Awakens. Oh, now they're trying. Yeah. Sharknado 5, Global Swarming. Fuck. They've got the puns kicking in. Yes. And then the last Sharknado, it's about time. Uh, Strangely enough, though. uh, What's their IMBD rating? Oh, I didn't even get that far. I don't think we really need to see it. I don't think we do. (laughs) But you know what? Things don't have to be great to be enjoyable. Exactly. And that's that's why women have had sex with me. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? That's why we still do this, because we enjoy it. There are at least a couple of people who get mildly amused out of it. Yep. So we've got Ian Ziering was the the main actor. Oh, hang on. Beverly Hills 90210. He was the blonde-headed curly boy. Yes, he was. 
Uh, Tara Reid. Oh, yeah, she's uh, cute. She's, she was in um, the American Pie series. Yes. Uh, she's the one who went and had some really interesting breast surgery, I think. Bit of augmentation. And was she a brunette? And never quite looked right. Oh, no, she was no Tara Reid. Oh, no, I'm thinking yeah. of a different one. They, they, it was just never right. I'm not a big fan of the plastic anyway, to be honest, if it's just for the sake of making Getting it a big. Getting a roll. Yeah, and getting a roll. Exactly right. But look- mm. Everyone has their thing. That's fine. Whatever makes you feel uh, like But that. I did know there was another one that came out, a spider one, which was done by the same crew, and it Not was some weird ass thing. Mm. No, it wasn't. It was like, you know, these spider things, bloody attack and all the rest of it. And it had um, our main guy out of Police Academy in it. Michael Winslow? No, it wasn't him. Hightower. No, <laughs> no it was a, whoever the main actor was. The, oh, the dark-haired guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was the main white guy that was in every movie but back no then. But no one can remember who he yeah, is. Yeah, um, he was in this. And mm. then there was a crossover, I think, with, uh, when they actually came into a Sharknado film for like a couple of minutes. They were fighting that giant spiders. And they had this kind of thing of, I can't believe that is happening. And then the Sharknado film just kept on going. Because like, this is normal. <laughs> that's, that's genius. <laughs> yeah. It's just that is genius. Very, very silly. But, you know, sillies are right. That's why people listen to us occasionally. They do. Now, speaking of people who listen to us, okay. very serious note for oh, very, no. very quickly. No, it is a very serious note. Um, a big shout out to Chris, who is making his way from uh, Melbourne to Adelaide, who unfortunately is going to send off his brother, who passed away oh, okay. during the week. Um, for those of you who don't know who Chris is, he's the person who's responsible for the sound part of our intro, not the horrible cat calling screaming which is my dulcet tones <laughs> but the rest of the uh, the intro that was that was Chris and I um so big shout out to him because it's never an easy time and um yeah sorry to hear about Lynn but he sounded like a really lovely guy I was actually listening to a podcast this morning um James Smith who was Cheater. a he's a uh, a personal trainer mm. but he's I don't know if you've ever come across him before but he um why would I listen to a <coughs> podcast me? About personal training. Uh, because this guy I followed on social media for a while. Um, he uses the F word, the C word quite a lot. Mm. And he pulls up the fitness industry and all the bullshit, basically. Right. And he brings it down to the simple facts of the way you lose weight is to exercise more, eat less. Simple as that. Yes. Bang. Yes. And tries to take all the bullshit out of it. And mm. he's actually gained gazillion followers and is doing really well. Just by saying it how it is. Yes. Not trying to overcomplicate things. So... He has a podcast he's been doing. I think there are only 10, 12 episodes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't normally listen to him. Rookie. rookie, yeah. <laughs> he's not in the 70s. He's not an experienced podcast. No. like you and I. No. Um, but he was uh, talking this morning. Oh, I saw it on social media. He said um, it was about mental wealth. Oh, okay. That's what he, he called the podcast episode. And because I'm a bit of a advocate for, obviously, mental health with men especially, because mm-hmm. I've had a bit of those issues before, which a lot of people have, especially yep. friends of mine as well. Um, I thought I'll have a listen, see what his opinions were. Yeah, fair enough. And the reason why he brought it up was that a friend of his actually uh, took his own life, died oh, by suicide, yep. um, here a week ago. Mm. And it was someone that he used to play um, rugby, I believe, with when they were younger. They'd been in touch, but not close in touch, but mm-hmm. got the message saying, you know, this had happened. And he said it's the first time that he'd actually lost a friend to suicide, so we didn't oh. quite know how to feel about it. Yeah. Um, so he decided to talk about the, the mental health side of things or fitness and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But he brought up something very interesting, which I hadn't thought of before. Uh, we don't talk as much as we used to, people. Mm. we Because uh, we have text messages now. We have emails. Correct. So when you talk to someone face-to-face, you can see their mannerisms. You can see how they're feeling. It's not just words. The nonverbal communication. You can actually, exactly. You, we can have a conversation and I can say, dude, you doing Okay. Yeah, because you're not quite on, you know. You just something's just not feeling quite right, and then you, that might open that door for you to say, "Look, shit, you know, the wife and I just had a fight. I've just been really feeling shit about it." Yeah, yeah. and you have a conversation or whatever the it might be. Well, because they say that eighty percent of communication is nonverbal. Yeah, like Makes effective sense. communication. Yep. So what he was saying is that perhaps a lot of the problems we have nowadays with not communicating is the fact that we use text more than calling, even, mm. and. We always end things with, say, a smile emoji. Mm. So you might be having the biggest ass up of a day. Mm. Um, you might have lost your job. Your girlfriend might have left. Your dog might have died. Your ute might have broke down, whatever a country song is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, <laughs> but you'll, someone will say, you know, mate, do you want to go for me? Yeah, no worries. Um, I'll catch you later on. Smiley face. Yep. No one can tell from that. You just had an absolute prick of a day and you were feeling so down that you might want to go and do something silly. Yeah, exactly. Because we always hide beyond that barrier. Mm. Um, and the little emojis allow us to do it a lot easier. Well, you look at you look at um, Facebook, for example. When you 
see a status on a Facebook post that you like, you've got thumbs up, like it. Yep. Laugh. Love it. Angry. Surprised. And that's it. Yep. And and so it's really geared to trying to tell people that, yeah, you find that funny or, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Or you're really fucking angry about it. Yeah, there's no middle ground. There's no meh. Yeah. Or, you know, and that's – it's such an interesting state that absolutely you're right. You don't get that communication because you can even tell when you talk to someone. Oh, exactly. In their voice. Oh, you sound flat. Or yeah. you, you are, yeah. Exactly. And it just allows – I said to open that door a little bit, hmm. text messaging or emailing, but more the text messaging, hmm. um, doesn't allow that. No. So if anyone wants to listen to that, it's actually at Sir James Smith Podcast. I think it was episode 12, Mental Wealth. Mental wealth. Mm. Um, it's actually worth having a listen. It goes about 40 minutes. Yep. Um, but yeah, just have a, a listen. Okay. Wasn't bad. Get it into you. Yeah. Speaking of testicles. Yes. Um, <laughs> just a quick one. This yes. was a funny one that Speaking I found. Of testicles, Justin. Uh, the, the title of this article that I saw was Man's Testicle Accidentally Gets Stuck in an Ikea Chair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there are a couple of things that I'm already thinking. Righto. One of those is, why are your testicles out at an Ikea store? But Okay, no, that's fair comment. But it could be at home. It could be at home. And you could just be relaxing around naked. It's as possible. some people do. It's your some own do. home. Fucking do yep. whatever you want. Exactly. If you're at the Ikea superstore yep. and you are in a position where one and or both of your testicles can descend past the safety of your undergarments, <laughs> if you happen to be wearing any. But please tell me more, Troy. <laughs> well, it's funny that this is about the third week in a row that I brought up testicles or things. Oh, Have nuts. you noticed that? There's a theme. You like nuts? Yeah. Oh, I'm that's right, because last year was the last, – last year, fucking – last week was the Balls Botox. Yeah, the Balls Botox. <laughs> yes. Um, and there was something be- before that as well. I can't remember it. Try not to think about it. That's terrific. Mm. All right, guys, he's a Norwegian man. Crazy Norwegian. So uh, basically him. what's happened is he's brought this. It's like a stool. Um, <laughs> and it's a metal stool, four legs. It's yes. about kind of I know, a bit over knee height, I guess. I um, so it's only ones. a small stool. And but they've got, got holes in And it's got about six or eight holes around the outside. Now, these are designed to go in the shower. Oh, yeah, for so people they go who are the shower, so, Yeah, if you've got either a dis- disability or maybe mm. an injury of some kind yes. and you can't support yourself, yes. you can sit on the stool and all the rest. And these uh, holes allow the water to go through the stool so you're not just pulling water on top of the stool. Makes Perfect. sense. I, I know someone, um, I've known someone who, who, who had done themselves some mischief and they required one of those for a little while, just a seat, it's got holes in it. Yep. So they can sit down and have a shower and not have to put, Pressure on their leg. Yeah. So old mate, he'd had a knee injury. Yep. Um, so he couldn't support himself in the shower. Same deal then. So I brought one of those stools. Um, the thing is, though. That's um, the reason why he was naked in naked the shower. in the shower. Sitting on the stool. Yes. Um, not thinking about the fact there's holes in the stool. I mean, why would you think about it? It's a shower stool. Of course. It's pretty much designed for this. Um, so obviously, he's, uh, his manhood and all Hang the rest on. is just hanging free. Is the is the norm is the Swedish name for it the nuts cracking <laughs> nuts cracking <laughs> the nuts cracking it nearly could be because he didn't realise at the time that the hot water in the shower would actually cause his testicles to actually expand a little bit. Of course. So he's sitting on this thing. Obviously, old guys have just drooped down a little bit, nice and comfy. Yep. Suddenly, he felt a little bit of pain and couldn't get him back out again. But he's going to stand up, obviously. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's where that's where the problems happen. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just not good. Uh, he did get out of it okay. Yes, that's fine. Like he didn't have to, I suppose, Call retrieve anything. <laughs> but what he does do now puts a towel over the seat. Yeah, my thing is, if you didn't have to call emergency services, how does anyone know about that story? Well, that's a really good point. Is maybe he did, or maybe maybe he's just a sharer. Maybe like you would. You would not believe it. You should be a the Norwegian chef. <laughs> Stuck in my bars in the sheet while having a shower. <laughs> oh, the pain. That's in a more just, Irish. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad it wasn't me. That's all. Me I'm too. Saying. Me too. Oh, that would be a panic moment. Mm. If suddenly you realise that a testicle 
is firmly sh- just stuck. Lodged. Lodged in a place. Oh. And you're thinking, well, number one, how did it get lodged like that? How does this happen? And how do I fix it? Your brain's going to a lot of places. And the thing is- Is it, getting, is it going to get logs more? Is it going to swell further? Is this going to, is it going to expand and then burst? Am I going to be docked like a fucking lamb? Wow. Like, because you cut off the circulation. Possible. The thing is, he's already come up with the excuse of why he had to tell someone in the emergency room at the hospital. <laughs> and as we've discussed previously, they don't need an explanation. They just want to get your <laughs> testicles <laughs> out of the chair- it's like, sir, I don't really care how the Darth Vader figurine got in your anal passage. Exactly. We it just, just need to get it out of there. It happens all the time. Yep. With or without the lightsaber. Do you know if the lightsaber's on? If so, we can possibly pull it by the leg and burn it out. <laughs> Use the force. <laughs> oh, dear mm. mate. Now, did you know there's a couple who could face the death penalty in Thailand? God, if it's in Thailand, anything is possible. They were trying a radical experiment to live free of any country's laws. I love the idea of that. Yeah, but fuck, it's just not going to happen because you're not going to come up with a free trade agreement so that you could be part of the UN and you could support yourself. You're going to have to rely on the, the, the generosity of strangers. So they decided to have themselves off out of seven miles or ten miles off the coast of Thailand. Oh, so they're not on the main island? No. Right. So he's an American Bitcoin investor, and of his, he is. and his Thai partner are in hot water with officials in Thailand. Two faced most prison or death over the con- over violating the country's sovereignty. Thai authorities raided the floating home on Thursday in the Adman Sea, belonging to Chad and Suprani. So the first name sounds American. Known as Nadia, <laughs> who sought to be prisoners. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Basically, they wanted to promote living in international waters and want to be free of any nation's laws. Oh, so they're promoting it as an option, saying, you know, other people can do this. Correct. The couple had gone into hiding earlier this week, basically claiming that um, Thailand wants us killed. Um, well, fuck, you're using Facebook. So you're governed by somebody's laws. It's the user acceptance policy, and for fuck's let's sake. Let's just calm down a bit. You're in Thailand. Exactly. Got to be a little bit careful. Twelve nautical miles. I from love Thailand, but you got to be a little bit. You got to have your wits about you. It's a different country, different laws, different rules apply. But the thing is, as well, here's the stupid fucked up thing. All right, they decided to be twelve nautical nautical miles offshore. Yep. Right. So they really wanted to be living off the grid, not under anyone's laws. Mm-hmm. But we were hoping to bring tourism to Phuket <laughs> with an underwater restaurant, floating hotels, and medical research and tech jobs, etc. We had three wealthy entrepreneurs in the past week tell us they were coming to live in Phuket and were excited about our project. Fuck off. You're trying That's to make money out of a country. <laughs> no, it's not being a part of – it's not even being away from somebody. It's You've got the cash. Go and fucking live in Antarctica. You're with a bag, Chad. Penguins. Just, I'm sorry. You can't secede from a nation if you're going to live in it. You're relying on them for their fucking laws for roads and power and – Oh, it just shits me when people go, I want to secede. Anyway, I'm fucking, I'm just ropeable because these people are idiots. And then they just, they get all shitty. And when the country that they're trying to leech off says, no, fucking don't do that. Leech somewhere else. I love that you're being the crabby person. I just it normally, if any so of us are the crabby people, it's me, and you're just. Now it really fucking annoyed me. I can me. tell it really did. The tone of your voice is going up. You're standing up more upright in the <sighs> in your seat, standing more upright in your seat. Think seated, about that one. Seated bolt upright. There you go. And Pablo Anglis. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, people. Some people are people stupid. stupid. I don't mind stupid people. I love stupid people. I am a stupid person. But they're stupid and then there's fuckwits. And these people are fuckwits. <laughs> I've got a story on some other fuckwits. It's only a quick one. Oh, give me a quick fuckwit uh, story. Speaking of the Asians, Asian countries. Yes. Yeah, uh, In China. Yes. Uh, old mate was taking their newborn daughter on their first flight or her first flight. Okay. Yep. So um, they're getting on the plane. Mm-hmm. They've checked in with their, I don't know, it wouldn't Baggage. be a passport, but their ID, documents. whatever it is, documents. Just when they're about to actually go on the plane. Mm-hmm. Old mate's seen throwing something at the engine. So no. They, grab him, they arrest him. 
He threw three coins into the engine of the plane. Oh, for fuck's sake. I thought it was the kid. For luck. Of course, it was her first flight. So apparently he thought it'd be Mother lucky to throw some coins into the plane. Fucker. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. Does he not know, as we've discussed previously, oh. first flight rules are that you kiss and or lick well, the yeah. plane. Well, yeah, you I've do not throw coins into a jet aeroplane's engine. Yeah, he was saying it's the first time his four-month-old was flying on a plane, so the mother here we go. The mother-in-law suggested well, that he sh- throw some coins at the craft for good luck. Look, people in Asia, Southeast Asia specifically, or Asia, do believe in... Luck and money. They do. They are connected. And mother-in-laws. And fucking mother-in-laws. <laughs> They've all got one. The thing is, if you decide that you wish to throw money into a jet air, <laughs> choose a dollar bill. <laughs> throw fucking paper money. Not metal coins that could potentially mean that you're not going to reach your destination. There's some serious- Someone who didn't re- reach their destination as well. We also had a British mm. guy. Uh, he's a bit of a druggie. Tried to flee Australia. Yes. He was in a bit of strife. Um, he was wanted. Mm. So he thought the easiest way for me to get away here is to jump on a jet ski and just go. From Australia? From Australia. Well, So this is in Queensland. About- so he, he, he was Queen able North? to head towards um, Bali, like Papua New Guinea sort of BNG, area. Bali, Jakarta. Yep. Jump out. Indonesia, um, yep. But the dude was serious. Also took a crossbow. <laughs> Oh, well, there you so go then. I, I can just say, it sounds like some kind of weird-ass comedy James Bunn film. Bunn. But James, James Bunn. That's why it's a comedy. Yeah. It's James Bunn. James um, <laughs> But he's cruising Bunn. across flat James out on a jet Bunn. ski, holding up a crossbow. <laughs> it's Waterworld. <laughs> it's, it's Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's Waterworld. How many people trying to escape Australia, though? Oh. Like, could you imagine Sea Patrol going, yeah, boss, um... We've got uh, we've caught someone an illegal immigrant. Well, where's he come from? Australia. Where's he going to? Bali. <laughs> but he got he carried nine, he went ninety miles. Fuck. He got a long way. He was only he was nearly at Papua New Guinea when they got him. Australians or PNG? No, we actually got him. I believe. Uh, I would have let him go. <laughs> You're somebody else's problem now, you was... mad bastard on a jet ski with a crossbow. Uh, it's just mad. Mad, yeah. mad, 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 mad. There's some funny, strange people out there, Joe. There are. And you know what? We are we are that person sometimes. But not that person. But not all that the time. person all the time. Before we go though, <laughs> yep. what has become perhaps one of the biggest trends across the podcasting universe? Oh, naked podcasting. It's taken off. Fake. I knew as soon as I Fake spoilers. Okay, right. So I thought it was, so a, I thought you've it was a naked thing. Game of Thrones? I watched uh, the first episode of Game of Thrones for season eight. Yes, I did. So no real spoilers. Was it any good? Oh, it was great. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to fake spoiler Righto. episode two, <sighs> season eight. Uh, just for the record, I haven't seen, as stated, episode two. So okay, I haven't good. passed any information on to you. So anything you tell me is going to be brand new to me as well. Question. Did the dragon fuck a donkey or a rabbit in episode one? Uh, not in that episode. Right, okay. But you know what? It's still possible. Still possible, okay. Yeah, the Khaleesi virus is still, mm-hmm. I think, a credible fake spoiler. I think, though, that we were probably a little bit out there with it. Okay. What's going to happen is that um, I believe there's a boy in a wheelchair. Or some sort of, he's infirmed. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the original family. Yes. Yeah, you're right about this. He has the ability to open a time warp hole. Okay. Yep. They go back in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, it sounded really serious, Ham, but I feel as though you're going to throw a spanner in the There's works. There's two possible things that they're going to do. Right. One, you go back to 1985. Right. And work out how Michael Jackson defeated the original fucking zombies in Thriller to get rid of the White <laughs> right. Walkers. Okay. Or. That's a great one, the first one. I like that. Yep. Yep. The real fake spoiler is that he does open a warp time hole, mm-hmm. goes back and gets his father and other people who've been killed in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and brings them back into the present to join the army to fight the fucking North. 
I tell you what, with all the people that have died, yeah. you're talking about to fight, say to fight against the White Walkers, you mean? If that's the enemy, yes. Yeah. So. With all the people that have died in Game of Thrones, yes. if they brought all those people back, yes. that would be a formidable force. <laughs> yes. Now, there's one other thing that you may not know. Right, okay. Gillian Anderson makes a, a, uh, a show in uh, se- episode two, season eight. Really? Yes. And she leads a massive army against the White Walkers. Really? So but, you've definitely got me in there. I know. But yep. when this wormhole is opened up, mm-hmm. she gets sucked Back into the past, and that army becomes the unscullied. <laughs> oh, 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 that's that's actually really good. Thank I like you very it. much. Yeah, you thought about that one just then. Yeah, <laughs> the unscullied. The unscullied. And on that, oh, so I'm just. Can I just have a moment to you imagine Jillian? Because there's a lot of sex in Game of Thrones. Yeah, a lot of nudity. That's not going to happen for her. Oh, She's really? going to. She's going to be like the, um, what character don't I know? Hodor. Okay. <laughs> it's not what I was expecting. Because mm. right they, they're known for their special effects as well. Right. So she's not going to look like G.A. Oh, she's going to be all done up into something completely Like different. an ogre. Uh, give me more chance. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm that. I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. <laughs> 